0: Helping relieve anxiety and depression with God's first question, as found on thekinlane.com. Disclaimer, this piece is not meant to treat those experiencing clinical depression and anxiety, which should be addressed by a medical professional. However, for those with the occasional episodes of anxiety and depression, to quote one of my favorite writers, Patrick Rohn, this could help. A great deal of anxiety and depression stem from our own broken emotional time machines. These time machines can trigger a spiral of depression when we replay the moments of anguish or regret, whether these are accurate depictions or warped perceptions of said events. In other instances, these malfunctioning flux capacitors can spark bouts of anxiety by painting worst-case projections of the future. Whether we're reeling over past disappointment or spinning rotisserie style in our beds over what the future may bring, there's a question we need to ask ourselves. The same question God asks of us in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 9. Ayecha, where are you? This is the question God articulated as the first two humans scurried into the bushes to hide their newly realized nakedness. This one-word question seems odd. Surely if we can determine our friends' precise coordinates using a device we keep in our slacks, the creator of the universe can locate two fig-leaf bikini-sporting folks in a garden. The simple explanation is that God knew precisely where they were, but that the man and woman themselves did not. Their emotional compasses were shattered. They were blinded by the realization of their wrongdoings and trembling over the imagined consequences as they heard God's footsteps in the garden tiptoeing closer and closer. The question God put forth was not in order to obtain an answer, but to inspire them to ask the question of themselves and us. One of the devastating impacts of depression and anxiety is that they sap the pleasure from the present moment. In most instances, we're too wrapped up in the past or the future to look at where we are. We're emotionally time-traveling in our backfiring machines, gasping on its exhaust, incapable of simply taking a breath to shelf any time that isn't right now. How do we shelf the past and the future? Well, with three steps. Step one. Realize that you are not your thoughts and emotions, with practice. One of the biggest lies that we tend to believe is that we are our thoughts and emotions. When we're feeling depressed, we remove the word feeling and believe I am depressed. Likewise, when we're feeling anxious, we remove the word feeling and believe I am anxious. As a dorky dad would say, nice to meet you, anxious. I'm dad. Ugh, what a terrible identity, right? But it's not who you are. You're not depressed. You're Anthony. And you're feeling depressed. You're not anxious. You're Jessica. And you're feeling anxious. This understanding is necessary when appraising your thoughts and emotions. How can we do this? With practice. Sit with your thoughts. Watch as they approach, like a meteorologist watches clouds in the sky. Become mindful of when the storm clouds of negative thoughts and emotions arrive. Monitor and appraise these thoughts and emotions not like someone in the path of the storm, but as a meteorologist tracking it from another place. Practice this and grow accustomed to the sensation of these thoughts and emotions. Step two, ask yourself, Aiecha, where are you? Indulging a negative thought or emotion can make you feel downright stuck. Much like trying to floor the gas pedal to free a vehicle from a muddy ditch, attempting not to think about a thought causing anxiety or depression can wear an even deeper rut. How can you rock yourself free from this emotional thicket? By taking a shotgun to our time machine. When you realize that you're experiencing a moment of anxiety or depression, audibly ask yourself, ayecha, where are you? You don't have to do it in Hebrew, but I find it keeps people from wondering if I'm talking to them and instead makes them think I'm just clearing my throat. What's the point of asking ourselves this question? It forces us to put our feet on the ground and wake up to the present moment. Why the present moment? Well, because it's probably not that bad. In fact, it's probably pretty great. Just think about where you are when you're experiencing anxiety or depression. If you're trapped in your home, your home, likely your favorite place. If you're near a window, you can see the sky, you may be able to hear a bird singing, or have the ability to open it and feel a breeze. You may be close to your family, the people you cherish, and who cherish you. Even if you're anxiously tossing and turning as you try to sleep, you're snuggled up in your warm, safe bed. What could be better? Asking Ayecha, where are you, can help you realize that you're not in the present and motivate you to return. If you were to regain consciousness in the precise moment and look immediately at what lay before you, it would likely be pretty awesome. As Seneca would say, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Step 3. Attempt to live 60 seconds at a time. After nuking your broken emotional time machine by recentering your focus with a full-throated or even whispered, AYEJAH, strive to live in 60-second increments. The past is already over. The future is anyone's guess. What is certain? Only that which lays before you in this 60-second increment. Not 24-7 political news not sinking in the contrived infinity pool of social media, all that exists are these 60 seconds. Live within that time, like a dolphin in the aquarium inhabits its tank. My prayer is that you come to realize that you are not your thoughts, that you sledgehammer your dysfunctional emotional time machine with a robust ayeja and cannonball into the pool that is right now. The water feels fine. You can find more pieces like this at thekindlane.com and don't forget to search for thekindlane.com on your favorite podcast player.